You're listening to the Maritime Gardening Podcast, episode 105, brought to you by Vessi Seeds. Uh, well, folks, today, uh, this is the final show of 2020. It's uh, going to be airing, uh, you know, on the weekend, first weekend of December. And uh, as my guest, as I am tend to do, as, t- as seems to be the uh, tradition uh, every year, um, my final episode of the year, I bring back my original co-host, uh, Dave Doggett. And Dave is not a gardener. So, uh, Dave, why don't you uh, introduce uh, yourself? I mean, we talk about this every time, so we'll do it more briefly this time. But, you know, we've got some new viewers mm-hmm. this year, new listeners. Sure. So, uh, Dave, why why are you on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do a condensed version this year. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Dave. Um, yeah, very oddly enough, I am not a gardener. Um, I... I'm an outdoorsman and uh, primarily an angler. And a number of years ago, uh, many years ago, I, I created online communities for angling and hunting and uh, they went quite well. So I thought, hey, what's another, uh, you know, another niche that we could tap into? And uh, so I tried gardening. So long story short, Greg was one of the biggest um, fans i guess you would say of the the online gardening community that was set up a number of years ago Uh, and then uh, it just kind of faded out and greg reached out and asked me what was going on and i think you know five minutes into the call i i was like you know it'd be good you'd be good on a podcast (laughs) and here we are well here you are Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty much it, and we re- recorded the first podcast, which is still, I think, one of my favorite podcasts. We recorded the first podcast in Dave's van, yep. in the parking lot of a Tim Hortons, which we could not do today. I guess not. No. Yes, you're no. not in my bubble. <laughs> As of right now, I'm not allowed to drive in Halifax, and you're not allowed to come out unless you. Yes. Well, not allow. Allowed is a strong word. Not recommended. Yeah, you're, uh, you're anyway, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, we're going to talk. So as today, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, we're going to talk about the, you know, plans for the, the show and the podcast and YouTube for 2021. Uh, talk about, uh, you know, sponsors that I'm uh, picking up for the following year and how that will affect, you know, options for deals and that sort of thing for viewers. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about how we uh, experienced COVID-19. We, I haven't really done much talking about that sort of thing here. So uh, I thought the viewers might find it interesting comparing notes. Uh, you know, I mean, we live in one province in Canada. We live in Nova Scotia, Canada. So every every province has different different rules. And, and most of the rules, what we call rules, um, are just suggestions. Some of them are rules and some of them aren't. So anyway, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Just if you're, if you're curious to see what it's like uh, living in a, you know, Dave and I both have a house and a family and kids and, and school age kids. And a little bit about what that's been like. And then we're going to move on to talk a little bit about, um, uh, since, you know, next year is probably going to be another, uh, I don't know how, for how long exactly, because there seems to be some vaccines being created and so on, but I don't know when it's going to be available for us peasants. Um, so um, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, growing a garden and how you can save money on that. And, and um, you know, uh, I'm going to actually, I did a podcast on this before, so this is going to be like the short version of that. Um, but, you know, some of the benefits of, of keeping a garden and, uh, you know, why I think it, it makes sense and why it's, it's always a good idea to do it. Um, but especially, um, 
with uh, wanting to keep down your trips to the grocery store, wanting to save money if you're, you know, falling on harder economic times and that sort of stuff. So we're going to talk around that a little bit as well. And Dave and I, usually when I have him on the show, um, we tend to go all over the place. Um, and um, I mean, I tend to go all over the place anyway, and, and Dave mm -hmm. doesn't, uh, doesn't stop me. <laughs> it's actually probably <laughs> better than just me, because I, I, he, 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 yeah. when the original show, it was, Dave was sort of the host. Um, he was, tea, you know, sort of queuing thing, teeing things up for me. And uh, I would speak, and he would bring me back into uh, in bracket and alignment. I went off in crazy tangents. Yes. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Um, so Dave now, so Dave used to co-host the show with me, but now um, we still have a relationship. If you if you get the podcast from the podcast website maritimegardening.com, um, Dave created that website. He also has, it's basically like a, there's a parent website and maritimegardening.com part of it. He also has, um, is it called Maritime Outdoorsman? Yeah, Maritime Outdoorsman. It's same idea, just I haven't dedicated the time I should to it, I guess, perhaps over the years. Unlike you, you know, you've stuck with it. You're more of a, I think you're more of a diligent um person when it comes to this kind of thing but i i have other aspects of my business that eat up most of my time but yes. yeah maritime outdoorsman is another it's an audio podcast uh it's been around for a while i do an episode once in a while and hopefully i get back into it yeah so and most of that you're talking to people that um anglers um hunters people you yep. know you know various uh, i think you had an episode with the guy who's just into kayaking um, exactly you know, um, even had one of my friends on it who is a biologist, uh, like a mm -hmm. marine biologist. Uh, so um, oh, yeah, Trevor, Trevor, yeah. Trevor Avery, Dr. Trevor Avery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great guy, funny guy. <laughs> I don't know how funny he was on your show, but he's a funny yeah, guy. It was a great, it was a great episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're on that, um, if you're on that website, Dave created the website. He maintains the website. When I make a podcast, I give him the podcast and some other stuff, and he puts it all together and, and sort of deals with that end of it because uh if i had to deal with that it would, it would just be that it would be the straw that breaks the camel's back mm -hmm. for me um yep. you know there's and i have and i and you know some of the you know i have sponsors for the show well some of the money from the sponsors goes to dave <laughs> a little tiny for, bit <laughs> <laughs> a little sliver to the minion exactly yeah. um so because you know he doesn't do this stuff for free um, this is business sort of thing, right? So, um, yeah, so that's, that's what all that's going towards. Um, so yeah, for, for 2021, uh, I'm going to stick with the, uh, podcast, the way I've been doing it, where I do an episode a month. Um, I found is I think the first couple of years, especially when Dave was doing more of the work, uh, <laughs> he was doing once all the editing week. and everything. We were doing once a week. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. That was crazy, man. Mm -hmm. um, but you were doing was, all the work. So all I had to do was show yeah, yeah. it be interesting for an hour. Yeah, so. that's, that's right. And you did that very well. <laughs> yeah. And I also, at that time, I wasn't, I wasn't running a full-time job, right? No, um, that's right. I was teaching part-time at university. I was only in there two, three days a week. Um, yeah. So I had a lot of time to myself and a lot of time to just be creative and, and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. So, you know, whereas now I'm, you know... Um, you know, I have a nine to five type job. Right. So, right. um, right. there's very little, and, and I still have to maintain my garden. And, uh, I also have interest outside of gardening. You know, I, I like, yeah. you know, in the woods, I like fishing. I like doing stuff like that. And you have a family. Oh yeah. Those two. Yeah. I got this kids. <laughs> Which is the biggest 
you know, I, I think it's amazing what you've been able to do. I mean, um, just, I know I have two kids, you have two children. I don't know how you do it. I mean, I understand you have the garden. It's kind of like your sanctuary you, and you can pop right outside back of the house right there. and you're there. Right. Um, but you know, anyway, I have an office in the basement, uh, and you know, there's time when everybody's home. I don't, there's times I don't, I can't, get, I can't go anywhere, you know, without some kind of interruption. So oh, yeah. I would, you know, I don't, I don't know how you do it, but I commend you. <laughs> I get up at like uh, four thirty in the morning most of it, most days. Yeah, everybody leaves you alone at four. I mean, I basically have two hours where I've got no wife and no kids. That, as that, long as I'm quiet. Yeah, I mean, I can't do any, any, you know, basically I can be on a computer being quiet right. or I can watch yeah. TV or whatever, but whatever yeah. I do, I, sometimes I go in the garage and putter around if I don't feel right. like sitting in a chair, um, right. but everything has to be quiet. But I do have yes. that little space. I, I, I have the advantage of being an insomniac. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, 4.30 in the morning, that's when I'm getting my best sleep. <laughs> oh, I, I tend to... Um, I tend to go to bed pretty like last night I watched the Simpsons with the kids yeah. and they went to bed at nine and, and I went to bed at nine. <laughs> I was That's, out, you know, that see, that will do it. I do. I can't go to bed at nine. I just can't. Yeah. Um, but so. no, it's good. I mean, and um, yeah, what you've been able to do, you know, taking, taking the show from a simple audio podcast to, you know, to what it is now and all the videos that you do and, fantastic well it's it's been a learning experience but i mean uh and i also have just rules like the pot i every year i sort of look back and say like okay you know what what you know what was fun what wasn't fun what can i sustain mm -hmm. um i'm only able to do it because i i've I, I drop the stuff i don't want to do right and i i do things and so i mean like the podcast um i found doing it we went from once a week to once every two weeks to once a month yeah. Um, cause once a month is about all I get the podcast is, I don't know why, but it's a lot more work than making a YouTube yeah. video. Um, yeah. I usually, the podcast, I mean, it's longer and I have to think about it and I have to, um, especially if it's just me talking, I almost lay it out the way I used to lay out a lecture. Um, yeah. it's, it's more refined, like in the sense that, so for a lecture in a university, I would have a PowerPoint and, mm -hmm in my or, or um, like a like a notepad usually evolved to powerpoints because that's what they want um, but yeah. one powerpoint slide for me was 10 minutes so if i had a you know an hour and 15 minute lecture that's what most of them were i'd have to have a, you know at least um seven eight or you know seven or eight ten slides at the most sort of thing right. uh, is what i face for a podcast mm -hmm. I, I take a piece of paper and i fold it mm -hmm. in half this is today's podcast. I don't know if you can yeah. even see the print on that, but um, <laughs> I take a piece of paper and I fold it in half and uh, I, I, I just start writing and I come up with the bullets. And then if I, if, if, you know, if I don't have enough room for it, I have to keep rewriting it until I can fit all the bullets and everything I can think of on one side of one piece of paper. Yeah. And I find that's um, for any of you out there that are thinking <laughs> I would say don't do it, but if you're thinking of getting into it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you are going to do it, uh, don't expect to make any money for years because no, um, no. you won't, uh, unless you're really, unless you're talking about, you know, something very, 
uh, sexy or, you know, yeah, yeah. something, you know, something like that. Right. But I mean, if you're going right. to do a gardening podcast, you, know, <laughs> you better really want to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've, I've found that that's the right amount of, of, of material. So yeah. you're not reading, right. There's nothing right. I can't read here. There's just little reminders. It's kind of an outline, general yeah. outline. Because yeah. if you're if you're setting it up like you're reading, you're so boring to listen to. Um, it's yeah. going to be coming out of your brain, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, that's my that's my no, uh, my. Totally so you know, dropping the podcast down to one a month seemed to make that fun again. Mm-hmm. Um, and having every other one be an interview. So because mm-hmm. uh, lining up the yeah. interviews is more work too. Uh, if it's just yeah. me, right? For me, everything. The more things I'm doing that I. I feel like I have to, I yeah. don't like it as much. Exactly. So when I'm yeah, doing exactly. an interview, I, I have to, I have to do it when the other person wants to do it. Right. 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 So you're, 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 you're yeah. almost, that's one more thing that I'm doing now. I'm doing what somebody else wants to do. Even right. though I want to interview them, I, I have to do it when mm-hmm. they want. Um, so, so it takes. Yeah. When Greg says podcast, originally podcast meant you know, an audio show, an audio podcast. But when you do your podcast now, you're you're also recording video, yeah, and doing a video segment, um, and then you're sending me the audio format from that, yes, and and then I'm putting that up online as a as an audio podcast. So, yeah, there's you know, it's yeah, it's completely evolved from from what it started. Well, yeah, and I started doing the YouTube channel to to get people to to down to get people to download the audio. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought, yeah. well, if I you know people saw me, maybe they they'd be a bit more engaged in the pod. So it was all exactly. about the podcast. Yeah, and then the YouTube started getting way more views than the, the podcast was getting downloads. Um, mm. So I started doing more of that. Um, you know, really, if I was a, a shrewd businessman, I'd, I'd drop the right. podcast altogether and just do YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you look so much better than you sound. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Um, but I mean, in terms of money and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I always think like the, the podcast is sort of what built this whole thing. I've got a yep. pretty dedicated um, set of listeners. I, I think right. they're more probably the most loyal. Um, mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. Right. But, um, so I would, yeah, so I would feel like I was sort of letting them down if I dropped it. It's also mm-hmm. a different format. So, you know, like I can get a book author, I can get, and I noticed also a lot of the, um, gardening personality, they don't tend to bring scientists on, um, mm. you know, they'll bring authors of gardening books or gimmicky stuff they're trying to sell or, yeah. you know, just, you know, I don't know. I don't tend to listen to a lot because I, I don't find they're talking to no. the people I want to be listening to. Right. You know, I want to listen to a soil scientist. I want to listen to a biologist. I want to listen to a chemist. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I want to listen to a book author of a book that I read that I thought was great. Uh, <laughs> you know, if I don't yeah. like the book, the person's not in. Right. Right. Um, right. So, uh, but yeah. it's, it's more work to line that all up. So I only do six of those a year and it seems to be more enjoyable. And, and mm. you know the YouTube videos. I, I generally speaking, I do them exactly when I feel like doing them. I'll go to my right. garden to work in the garden, and I'll mm-hmm. be doing something, and then I'll think, "Oh man, this is 
this is a perfect, you know, I should explain to people why I'm doing this right. thing. I don't think I've ever explained that before. So yeah. then I'll go drop yeah. everything and go get my gear and get set right. up and frig with all that, and, right. uh, you know, and yeah. shoot a video. So the videos are very yeah. much, you know, just, just sandwiched. I'm able to do all of that because I'm just doing it, you know, in the middle of doing something else. And right. the biggest challenging challenge for me shooting video was, was not having wind in my videos. The sound was mm. always terrible for years. Mm -hmm. And yes, um, it was. the solution was spending like $400 on a microphone. <laughs> which, hurt, which hurt Greg so deeply. Oh, I mean, the, mic, my, my, the microphone I'm using now costs about as, you know, pretty close to what the camera costs. Yeah. It's unbelievable, you know? Yeah, well, if you want to look and sound good, comes with a cost, right? But but you you did it the right way. You started, you know, with what you had, and it worked fine. That little uh, what was it? A Zoom camera? It was a Panasonic. Uh, like, it was oh. a Panasonic camera that my yeah. wife's dad had. Her dad died, and she brought home a bunch of his stuff. And we had this thing sitting in a drawer for about three years. Mm. He bought it for a trip that he never took. I think. I mean, mm -hmm. he took he took a couple trips, but he was going to go to the Galapagos Islands, I think. He was a biologist, yeah. so he wanted to go oh, okay. to like where Darwin, you know. Right, um, right. So uh anyways, that thing was just sitting in a drawer and I just took it out and um started using that. Um, yeah, I, I had another one too. I had a what was the original one was a Sony something. Yeah. That's um it. but that one wasn't good because I couldn't see myself um while I was yes. talking. So you could right. I could never tell if I was in the frame or not. Mm. Um, also I find, and for anyone that's, you know, anyone that's getting into doing YouTube videos, um, being able to turn the viewer around so you can see yourself while you're mm. talking, aside from knowing that you're, you know, whatever you want people to see isn't, it's not always your face. It could be what you're doing with your hands. Yes. Um, what it also does is even though you're looking at yourself, um, it's still, you're looking at a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you have an audience. It, it is like, even though it's you, um, yeah. it, it does enable you to be a little more human. Um, yeah. And not only that, but like if you crack a joke and you smile, the, the face is smiling back, even though it's you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I found it, it actually does, mm. it, it, it assists in your being a little more human and a little more personable. And, you know, which yeah. I think people, you know, people don't want some person not talking yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which some channels are like that, right? Even though the content might be really good, the right. person's just like, you know, they look, they sound, they're, they're, right. they're saying one thing, but their face says that they're dreaming Another. about strangling a puppy or something. It's right? <laughs> <laughs> so not coming off well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, anyway, so, uh, you know, <laughs> I think the most uh, annoying thing about doing it all is trying to get um, sponsors. And there's there's two you know, you get a bit of money from YouTube, you know, you get, I don't know what it works out to a dollar every 3000 views or something, you know, it's peanuts, right? You got to get a lot of views to get money. Yeah. I think it's $3,000 every million views. Okay. And that works out to some other thing, $3 every thousand views. And that might be it. Yeah. And they can change that tonight. Oh, anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, there's no, it, you it can't. has changed. It has changed so much over the years. Like it, they change their algorithm all the time. It, yeah, I guess they do what they got to do, but it tends to be in their favor over time. Oh yeah, no, you you would yeah. be you would be crazy to. I mean, I made a, I just made a joke in a video I put up this morning mm. about man, if I could get more views. I I, I, I mentioned some other 
garden guru and talked about the mm -hmm. scale that he's doing something on. And right. I said, you know, you know, I'm doing this on a really small scale because, you know, this guy does it all the time. This is all he does. I've got a full time job. Um, and I made a joke about, you know, if I could get more views on YouTube, I could quit my day job. I would have yeah. to get like a million views, a, you know, I'd have to get a million views a week, basically, yeah. you know, really. Yeah. To, and yeah. even then, I think you'd be crazy to quit. Even, right. if, even if you were getting that 3000 bucks a week, yeah. um, you know, I do not get a million views a week. But even if you got that, you'd no. be crazy because that could, that could turn into $100 a week in overnight because <laughs> they just change one little thing. Exactly. You know? I, I remember it, it happened. Anyway, I, I remember... Um, Google changed some algorithms when I had these community sites and they were really, really, really busy and popular all the time. And yeah, I think overnight it went from, you know, like $400, four or $500 a month to like 50 bucks a month, just, wow. just from little Google ads that were on there. Anyway, yeah, just do not quit your day job if you are lucky enough to have one. But, um, you know, for some, lives fortunate enough like Greg it's a neat little thing on the side and he's managed to turn his hobby or one of his hobbies into a, a, an additional revenue stream which is uh you know something I get a kick out of and uh until it's not fun anymore yeah it's got to be fun well and the <laughs> other thing too is I mean when I you know I was teaching part I love teaching like that's what mm -hmm. I enjoy doing when I was a mm -hmm. teacher I never felt you know I would say to anyone, you know, if you if you're if you're wondering whether or not you're doing if if the job you have is the right job you're, for you, your calling, yeah. If you go to work, let's say you, I mean, this is a not the best analogy for right now because nobody does this, but let's yeah. think think of, pretend it's two years ago. Yeah. You wake up in the morning, you you've got a cold, okay, and you know, two years ago you would go to work with a cold, you'd stay home mm -hmm. with the flu, right? Mm -hmm. But if you go to work with a cold and the minute you walk in the door at work, you feel like you've got your cold almost turns into a flu or pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not the job for you. You know, like yeah, when I was true. a, when I was a teacher professor, um, if I went into a class with a flu um, and I would go into work that sick, um, as soon as I got on in front of the class and started talking, the flu would be like the symptoms would decrease to a cold and I could, I'd have like a coffee yeah. and go in. And if I had a cold, it would almost be gone while I was talking, you know, like Isn't it, that interesting. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I've got a good job right now, yeah. but, um, yeah, I don't, um, you know, sort of going to work doesn't, doesn't sort of give me something. It's, it's sort of right. when I go to work, I get drained by it and, you know, yeah. <laughs> sort of, I, I don't sort of get any any pure right. intrinsic value out of my job. It's, it's a good job. I'm treated well. I like my coworkers. I like my steady paycheck and my healthcare yeah. and my benefits and all that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's not like, I don't feel like, you know, intrinsically when I was teaching, I did. Right. Um, so that's you why. You don't get the same thing out of when you're out in the garden doing a video. No, well, that's the thing. So, and part of what I get out of it, is I, I get to scratch that itch to to teach a little mm -hmm. bit, right? It's not yep. the same. I, mean, I, I taught stats, research yeah. methods, and you know it's kind cool. of a dry topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I enjoyed it a lot, right? So yeah. I feel like I'm doing the same. I'm helping someone else learn how to do something they want to learn how to do, right? That's um, right. And communicating, you know, sort of exercising yeah. that communication skill and trying to make use the right, you know, funny sort of interesting mm -hmm. analogies and help people make those little connections and. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
and you know, I don't know if everyone's watching for those reasons. Um, and not everyone thinks that my ideas are the best ideas in the world. It's, it's different than, um, you know, with stats lecture, it's like, okay, yeah. I know everything, you know, nothing, uh, <laughs> you, you got to pass my yeah. test or you fail, right? So right, right. you get an audience. <laughs> yeah. These are just your, uh, your gardening ideas that work for you. Well, yeah. And I, you know, they get, they get to see the results, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was something I had to get over a little bit, um, was, you know, trying to have like, I've noticed some um, garden videos, they'll, they'll have a video they develop for months, right? They'll show them planting the seeds. Right. In, in one video, they show planting the seeds, them coming up, and then like these great results at the end. Mm -hmm. And I always wonder like, how many videos did they start like that? And it went all went to hell. And they just <laughs> dropped the whole thing, right? You yeah. never see that yeah. video. Um, yeah. So, but I don't do that. I just, okay, I do a garden tour every month. And I just show what I'm yeah. doing. And if it, if it goes to hell, I make a video of that too. That didn't work. And this is why I right. think it didn't work, you know. Um, so it's, it's a lot easier to do it that way anyway. And mm -hmm. I think, um, mm -hmm. I don't know what, it doesn't, um, I, I think generally speaking, when I do my garden tour in July um, or early August, right. it's pretty obvious. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the garden looks good. Yeah. It's not a disaster sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So that's my resume. Um, nice. I always, it's funny when I'll go to, um, uh, garden, I haven't, I kind of stopped going to garden clubs, um, to do talks. Um, it's not yeah. an enjoyable experience. Um, yeah. but they tend to put an incredible amount of, um, value on whether someone's a master gardener or not. Um, <laughs> you know, let's say this person's a master gardener. I'm like, what I'd like to see a master gardener. Honestly, I have no idea. It's you, you go to an agricultural college and you, mm -hmm. you, it's like a, it's like a course they run. Um, mm. So it's not like, um, it's not a degree, you know, it's not like, you know, you, you would go and get a degree in, you know, horticulture or something like that. Yeah. A master gardener it's, is a separate sort of thing. You, you can like get a, a master gardener. What's that? Like a certificate. Yeah. So you could go to um, the agricultural college here and, right. you know, you could do it in the evenings or something like that. It's, it's, you know, so it's, mm. Anyway, they put a, a really big emphasis on whether someone is or is not a master gardener. Um, yeah. I remember um, a number of years, when I first moved back to Nova Scotia from, I lived in Ontario for six years. That's where I met my wife and I just lived in apartments. And when we moved back mm -hmm. here, we were living in an apartment. And, but we were like looking for a house at the time. And I was invited to uh, a friend's uh, parents, a friend of mine, someone I knew was having like a baby shower or something like that. So I got invited yeah. to this thing. And, uh, so I went there, I brought, uh, brought my wife and, uh, this, this person, her, uh, her father was Italian. So an Italian family and her father had this, and it was like the middle of the summer and mm -hmm. he had this, she, she said, Oh, you got to go see my father's garden. So I go and look at this guy's garden. Everything in the garden's amazing. Amazing. Right. Oh, yeah. That guy's a master gardener, like yeah, like spinach two feet high, and right. you know everything was just green and full of life. And yeah. I mean, he's one to me that if if you dropped uh, if if a plane crashed on an island, yeah, and you know there was like two hundred people on the plane, and uh, there was one guy who had, there was like a bag of seeds, yeah, um, a master gardener is the person that could feed all those people using that bag of seeds. You know, I'm gonna be on your plane, Greg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, you know, to me, that's, I don't, yeah. but that's my uh, different priorities. Right. I don't, you know, so they teach yeah. you a lot of stuff about, you know, you know, uh, all the different ornamental plants and all mm -hmm. these different rules about rhododendrons and all this, you know, uh, information that I, I'm, I'm really not interested in at all. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah. I've often thought, Oh, I wonder if I should do one of those courses, you know, and I can have that credential on my name. And I was like, no, I, I don't think no. I have the patience for learning, you know, all no, this you stuff, you know, and I'm, I'm getting results. I, I would only do that if I thought it would make me better at what I'm doing. Right. So I don't know right. that it would. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. Sponsors for this year. We got uh, Vessi seeds back again. Um, they're going to, uh, they're offering a coupon code, which is active now. So their, their coupon code G A V S two one, you get free shipping on everything that is an oversized. Sometimes people ask me what's an oversized item, whatever you're looking at on their online store. Um, it'll say for that thing, whether it is oversized or not. So, um, I don't think, uh, a bag of potatoes is oversized. I don't think a, even a, if you buy one of their apple tree, which is a whip. So mm -hmm. smallish sort of thing, bare rooted whip. That's not oversized. So you can buy apple trees, you can buy potatoes. That's mm -hmm. not oversized. An oversized item is like, you know, a, a rake, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> a mantis, a manta, a rototiller, you know, something, mm -hmm. something that's really big. And, you know, there's a yeah. certain, I don't know, it's a weight size equation that makes mm -hmm. a given item oversized. Um, also for people that are listening, there's, there's sort of two vessies. Well, I think there's a button you press up near the top whether you're in Canada or the U S they do sell and ship to the U S but it's a different. So there's certain things they just aren't allowed to ship across the border. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, I don't think they can send potatoes across the border, anything with mm -hmm. soil on it. I think there's, right. there's all right. kinds of things they just can't ship to another mm -hmm. country ship to the States. Um, but you can still use the coupon code. Just, just click that American flag. If you're going to order from Vessies and you're in the States. Hmm. Um, anyway, so they're doing that. Um, and, um, you know, the details on, on how the thing works. I mean, basically you order whatever you want. And as long as there's one pack of seeds in the order, you get free shipping on the whole thing. And that can add up. And if you order a hundred dollar seed order, which is nothing if you've got a reasonably large garden, mm -hmm. um, the shipping on that would be like, I don't know, $16. So it's like a 15% discount sort of thing. Right. Nice. So, so it's, it's, it's not nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, also, uh, we haven't inked the deal yet, but it's like 99% complete. Uh, uh, Safers um, is going to sponsor me again. Um, Safers is the company that makes the, uh, the different uh, uh, pesticides I use in my garden. I don't mm -hmm. use too many and I don't use them for very long. Um, and I don't, you know, generally speaking, don't like, don't want to have to use anything, but mm -hmm. they have a, a suite of products that um, they, they tend to choose things that are going to have as benign an effect on the surrounding environment as possible. Mm. Um, things that break down quickly or, or things that aren't either things that aren't toxic at all, or things right. that have toxic constituents that are toxic to a specific species of pest or toxins that, you know, that the chemical composition of that toxin is such that, um, you know, 24 hours yeah. of sunlight or just a couple right. of days being exposed to oxygen in the environment, the thing is going to break down into, you know, right. stuff like iron and sulfur and other things that are just around anyway. Right. So they're violent, you know, they're, they're volatile, but they, they become yeah. other things that aren't really a problem over time. They're safer than the alternatives. <laughs> yes. 
it's funny. I, I was just talking to the um, talking to them yeah. yesterday, sort of working this thing out, and um, you know, I was telling her about this one episode I did of the podcast. I can't remember what episode it was, um, but I had uh, I think the um, the uh, title was like chemicals, toxins, and poisons. Oh my! Uh, I think it was the title, I'll and I, I had um, the uh, Dr. Joe Schwartz, who is a, uh, uh, you know, he's the director of the Office of Science and Society at um, McGill University in Montreal. So he's a chemist. You know, he's got yeah. a PhD in chemistry, you know, and he's like 70. So he's been doing this a long time. So yeah. Highly educated. I think he got his PhD in 1973 or 1972, which is when I was being born. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, and he's a basically the most famous person well possibly you could say he's the most famous person i've ever had on the podcast because he's been mm. on ctv cbc you know he has a radio show in montreal um so you know he's pretty um he, he would be analogous i guess in nova scotia where richard zorowski would be like the science oh, yeah, guy yeah. on the radio yeah, right? yeah. or bill nye or you yeah. know uh, who's that guy in the states who dresses like a clown um I can't remember now. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but whenever there's like a science guy in the news, he has a silly tie and he makes himself look silly. Okay. Uh, I don't know why, you know, highly intelligent people have to dress themselves up like clowns to be uh, palatable for the general public. Um, <laughs> it kind of bothers me. Um, anyway, Dr. Joe Schwartz does not do that. He, you know, you look at him, he looks like a serious, rational person. Um, and he was talking about all the different um, chemical constituents and the three safest products that I even they have a whole range of products. Um, but I just use um, slug bait and uh, a sort of general, it's called a uh, end all. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, and it does. You spray it on anything, that thing's dead. Um, and yeah. actually, end all is derived from uh, an extract from chrysanthemums. So, and it's been, according to Joe Schwartz, I think he said it's been, you know, like the chrysanthemum extracts have been used for like over a thousand years as a pesticide. Mm. Uh, and, you know, if you grow pesticides in, or if you grow chrysanthemums in your backyard, you don't really think you're destroying the ecosystem by growing chrysanthemums. So anyway, we talked about all that sort of stuff. Um, so uh, I'm getting off topic here. Anyway, uh, Safers is back. Um, they're not offering any coupon. When they were my sponsor before, they had a coupon code. They told me that no one used it, or hardly anyone used it. So they're not, they don't think it's worth their while to do that. Um, but if you see my videos, um, you know, I sought them out. They didn't stop. I have offers maybe once every other week. Hey, I got cool stuff. Why don't you put an ad on your website? And I look at their stuff. And I'm like, that looks like crap. I'd never buy that in a million years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Safers and Vessies, I contacted them. I want to use your stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. I sent an email to I'm trying to get Lee Valley. I cannot get Lee Valley to sponsor me. Yeah. I love their stuff. I mean, free plug. I remember. Yeah, I remember that they were on our list in the early days. Oh, just can't can't get in there. Um, they have the greatest stuff. Uh, anyway, well, maybe um, maybe you will. Maybe you will. I just bought a knife. I was trying to think if it was. I bought myself a knife for Christmas from them. It's the, just the greatest knife. Um, anyway, so um, 
yeah, there's no discount, but I mean, they're going to send me a list, but they, they sell their stuff everywhere. I mean, it's at them all your magic, you know, Canadian tire. I think they might sell their stuff at Walmart, home hardware, yeah. you know, so wherever you live, you can probably go there and find, you know, the, the things I use there. Um, and just, I just found that episode. It's episode 80. Episode 80. Yeah. It was, you know, I didn't do, I didn't uh, get him on this, this recent year because he's not a gardener. Right. So I got to yeah. have something and he's very busy, you know? <laughs> so he, I couldn't believe he yeah. was on my show really. I mean, yeah, I've yeah. seen him on CBC um, and he has these great, uh, if you just look up uh, Dr. Joe Schwartz, Joe Schwartz on um, YouTube, he's got great videos, which he's done with, um, I think the Montreal Gazette magazine. They're, they're well produced videos. And it's just him sitting at his desk explaining something that has something to do with chemistry. And yeah. uh, he's, he's very funny. He's very engaging. Uh, sometimes I'll just watch video after video. I'll binge watch him. Mm. <laughs> it's nice. really, uh, yeah, it's very, he's got a, a very approachable way of talking about science even, and, but you know, yeah. he doesn't, doesn't really dumb it down. Um, and mm -hmm. it's clear he could, talk you know you could take it to another level and another level and another level but he's very um very good at uh you know condensing the information and making yeah. it um, interesting um so yeah that's you know that's where we're going this year um we're gonna you know i'm gonna continue to try to make my rule for the youtube channel is two videos a week um more if I feel like it, less if I don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I, I find I can usually, usually on the weekend, um, you know, I, I should be able to, you know, if I'm out in the garden, I can usually just a couple ideas pop in my head. Also, and if I don't have any ideas, there's always someone that asks me a question that mm -hmm. I either have to write that person an essay yeah, or just make a video. Um, I find those ones right. tend to do great. People tend to really like those because usually it's 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 the kind of question someone that isn't me that's interested yeah. in the same stuff as me would ask right um, so it's usually a very good question um and it's usually one of those questions where it's not a straight yes no answer it's like well it really mm -hmm. depends on this that and the other thing so um but anyway we we're, we're going to talk a little bit uh, about um how things have gone uh, for us compare experiences with COVID 19. so um explain so you you work out of your home, right? I work out of my home or wherever I am at the time, I guess, now that I've got these mobile devices. But generally speaking, yes, out of a home office. So uh, in Nova Scotia, where we live, um, and, and not every province did this in Canada, Nova Scotia is probably in the maritime provinces in general, Nova Scotia, mm -hmm. PEI, New Brunswick. Um, I can't, uh, it's maybe even a uh, Newfoundland. I don't know how yeah. aggressive. I know Nova Scotia, we shut this place down. In March, it was just, oh yeah. the province is closed. No one's coming in, no one's going. I mean, I'm yeah. oversimplifying. There was, there was little exceptions, yeah. right? But, yeah. um, but no one's coming in, no one's going out, no one's going to work. The schools are closed. Everything's yeah. closed. They kept the grocery stores open and, and essential things, basically. Essential products. Yeah. Yeah. I think hardware stores were open, grocery yeah. stores. Um, you know, and until like, until the numbers went down, 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 and down, right. And then all of a sudden we had no cases. Um, mm -hmm. and then over the course of the summer, I'm just giving a quick recap here. Yeah. At some point in the summer, we created the uh, Atlantic bubble. Um, so if yeah. you lived in Nova Scotia, you could go to, to New Brunswick or PEI or, or Newfoundland and they could mm -hmm. come here and you didn't have to self isolate for two weeks. 
um, and then we, I think just the last week or so, the, the bubble went off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble popped. Yes. Yeah. Well, a bubble, yeah. it, it basically popped for Nova Scotia. <laughs> yes. Yes, you're right. <laughs> we got, yeah. you know, we have some numbers here. We have, you know, mm -hmm. we're getting, I don't know, maybe a dozen cases a day now, give or take. Um, so, and I think the other Atlantic provinces aren't having that. So they don't, they, they don't want yeah. us going to their province. That sort of thing. Right, totally so. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so that's what it's been like, but you work from home. So, mm -hmm. um, so you, you were working from home before the pandemic and then, yeah. but your kids were at school now. So it's, what was that like? It's so funny. I remember, uh, this, that just reminds me of, um, I think it was last winter. I don't know. I complained on Facebook one day about how the schools shut down and it was like a snow flurry, right? It was a, there was nothing more than a flurry here where I live and school was, was closed. And I had a bunch of work I wanted to get done that day. So having the kids home changes that a lot as everyone now knows. Um, so uh, somebody locally made a comment to me blah 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 something about uh you should have backup plans and child care blah 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 anyway i thought that was funny because once the pandemic hit i had several people who did not ever work at home come to you know, come to me virtually or whatever and say i don't know how you you've done it for 20 years <laughs> and um school you know it's an education, um, you know, platform, obviously, but the reality is it is also childcare, um, as I see it. But um, so when it happened, it didn't change too much for, for us personally. Um, in fact, when it first started happening, I saw a slight surge in business because I, I make a living off producing sales videos that's actually the name of, of my website a little plug there um but anyway cybernetic um, media well cybernetic media is the the the, the the business name but i've i've been working under the 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 brand sales videos for uh, for a number of years now so so naturally people are working at home uh, there's more online business happening um, so my existing clients ramped up their marketing and I picked up a few new clients, uh, who wanted to take advantage of, you know, the, the wonders of video, which, you know, video is more powerful yourself in your little, even your little gardening world, um, than, than, you know, just listening to something or reading. Um, so it, it didn't change things other than, you know, I, I had to do a little more work and it was a little more difficult having the kids, you know, in inside all the time. But, you know, I'm, I can't complain, really. Um, you know, when you look around and you see what's happening in other countries and other parts of the world, I mean, honestly, I feel like we have done a good job in this corner of the world. Uh, as far as I can tell, uh, I'm not looking for an argument. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that wasn't the point of this. Yeah. Um, no, you know, so it's, um, so that that's kind of how we've been. I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of anxiety and uh, everybody knows that. And, you know, just depends on your personality. Um, 
I, I live with people who have a lot of anxiety about everything that's going on. Uh, I have relatives who apparently have none. Um, you know, it just it varies, and uh, I think we just do it. You just do what you can. Do the yeah, best I, you can. I found it. Um, I mean, it was it was six and one half a dozen of the other having the kids here all the time. I mean, so mm-hmm. I've, I've got an office job and everything I do at work, I can do at home. I mean, I just, I just read and type and talk yeah. for a living. Basically <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, so in a way, like I'm lucky cause I, I have a, like, I, it's not the not most neat and tidy place in the world, but I have my own office. This is my office. Um, yeah. I had it set up uh, initially. My wife had a desk right over there. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I, I did that to yeah. myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was the dumbest thing I ever did. Uh, so. <laughs> she's, a, she's a lovely person. She's oh yeah, no, she's person. great. But uh, no, so yeah, her office is, uh, she doesn't really, and I noticed I, I, where I work, it's almost all women. And uh, they all, I mean, I, I could be oversimplifying, but if, just talking to them, they, they sort of just sit down wherever they want with a laptop and make that their office. You know, mm-hmm. when we were all working from home, most of them were at the kitchen table, mm-hmm. um, or they were in the living room on the, on right. the coffee table or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, don't you have like a, like for me, you know, people, people may not believe this because, uh, I have a YouTube channel. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm a little bit introverted, uh, personally and i need places to hide so you know like i hide in my (laughs) office and if i can't get any like if i can't successfully hide in the office i go in the garage and find Mm. something to do in there and if i can't seem to like if people keep talking to me when i'm in the garage i go outdoors yeah hard (laughs) and if i can't get away from things in the yard i go in the forest Uh, (laughs) just retreat (laughs) <laughs> yeah and if the people are following you into the forest there's problems yeah and it was the same thing with uh you know during covid because everybody was here yeah. um so but on the good side um, because i had to work and i don't like working mm-hmm. at home like i, I can't mm-hmm. a lot of people say oh i get a lot more done when i work at home uh mm-hmm. i have to force myself i mean work home is where i like to play it's where i do things right. i enjoy you know, right. I, I basically, I'm, I'm a dad and a husband here and I, mm-hmm. I'm sort of an outdoorsy sort of guy. I'm not mm-hmm. a senior policy analyst when right. I'm at home. I, I like to leave senior, you know, it's a different persona. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like you, you have to be sort of, um, well, it's, it's just, I have to use every part of my brain that isn't fun. <laughs> I, to- I, I totally get it. And I would imagine a lot of your viewers watching this and listening to this can totally relate because if you've gotten used to not working at home for however many years and then suddenly you have to I mean that's got to be that has to be challenging well and I would I would sit here like so I'd be writing like one of the things I do most of the time is write a briefing note it's like a technical bureaucratic document Mm -hmm. you know giving the minister uh, advice and options for some course Mm -hmm. of action and weighing right. the pros and cons and the risks and all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? It's just very, you know, not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, not a sexy job. Um, yeah. While I'm typing this, I'm literally looking out the window here and I can see my garden. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so it's like, and I, sometimes I'd even see my kids playing outside. Right. 
and I would feel like a kid, like, oh, everybody's playing and I'm doing my stupid homework, you know? I want to exactly go out. I want to go play yeah. with, you know, I want to go play out yeah. there what they're doing, right? Yeah. Um, so it was, uh, but on the good side of it, because there was like my wife and my kids were in the house, I, I couldn't like, I, I basically had to, uh, you know, like I had to go in my office until lunchtime and then I had to mm-hmm. go back in the office after lunch. Um, they kept me honest, yeah. you know, cause it would have been a lot yeah. harder to stay disciplined. Um, if they right. weren't, if they weren't here and I could just like take a nap. Right, <laughs> the couch. You know? Oh, naps, naps are good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which is yeah. what I did when I was sort of, uh, you know, only working part time, and I, you know, I had sure. a couple small businesses, but you could sort of do stuff yeah. like that. Right. Um, so yeah, it was, yeah. Um, you know, it's a bit of a, and then of course we've gone back to. Um, I work for the Department of Health. Um, we were um, provincial, and uh, we were you know, told to go, go back into the office, uh, I think in July, um, which no one else was doing that. Um, no, very few of the uh, other branches of government were doing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I have friends that work in similar sort of professions at universities and stuff. None of them, you know, are even in their office now. Uh, mm. so we, we were told to do that. We, you know, the, the, generally speaking, the rule is if you're, if you're moving around, you have your mask on. And if you're sitting in your cubicle, you know, where no one's sort of around you, you take, you can take your mask off. So okay. it's, it still sucks, you know, like mm. I don't really enjoy it, but um, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it was just so much better to be home because I was saving like $300 a month on parking. <laughs> 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 I work right but, downtown, right? Yeah. And, you know, gasoline. And I was getting like an extra two hours a day to myself because mm. um, I didn't have to drive to and from work. So I could do things I enjoy for right. that two hours as opposed to just like driving. Um, yeah. I've actually, um, my, 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 my antidote to driving into work now is listening to the, um, the Ricky Gervais show. Uh, <laughs> he had a podcast with uh, Steve Merchant back in back when podcasts were like kind of being invented. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was at the time, the most, the most downloaded podcast in the world. Nice. Um, now the humor is not for everyone. Um, some no. people find him unbelievably offensive. I Full find him, yeah. Yes. I find him unbelievably hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, that, that podcast, it's, it's him and Steve Merchant talking to this friend of theirs named Carl Pilkington, who's a bit of a, yeah. an idiot. And they just yeah. make fun of everything he says. They ask him questions and then they make fun of his answers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Greg and I have talked about doing a similar show, but <laughs> he'd probably lose all of his gardening audience <laughs> well if i was taking that uh, the ricky gervais uh, approach to humor yes because nothing's yes. off the table nothing right. absolutely nothing is off the table yeah. <laughs> but i find for whatever reason because everything's so serious right driving you know to work you gotta man you wash your hand you gotta do this you gotta do that oh, yeah. right um i just need something totally you know not serious about Take anything like they, they make mm-hmm. every a joke about every everything's a joke Yes. Um, so, I mean, yeah. everything isn't a joke. That's not life, but no. Um, no. it's nice to feel for that couple hours a day that everything is a joke. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So that's how I, um, yeah. one of my, one of my uh, coping mechanisms uh, was just, mm-hmm. just, just I, I found myself drawn more to comedians and humor and mm-hmm. a little less drawn to news. Um, yes. I still, still follow the news. But um, yeah, just just it's just kind enough. of a downer. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like I, I give the news like half an hour a day, just enough to right. know what's going on. And then, okay, that's enough news. I don't even want that's to talk about it. That's probably a good idea. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause it's just, you know, you can go crazy when it first happened. Mm -hmm. I was like, and I was like, you know, watching with great interest, everything that was going on in the States. And it's like, Oh my mm -hmm. God, everything in the world reading, I was reading, you right. know, world health organization, uh, you know, literature. Yeah. I was you know, really you know, just uh, absorbing information at an incredible rate. Right. Right. Um, and, uh, but yeah, your, 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 your knowledge about the world has no effect on your ability to affect the world. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it just increases your stress. I mean, it's it's, it's good to be yeah. informed, especially when you've got, yeah, you know, children that depend on you. You, you know, you know, right. your decisions affect their life. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's yeah. a point where um, you know you're you're really not in control of the situation. You're no. in control of you know no. your. So it's more about managing your your um, your uh, your morale. Your oh, your, for sure. One of the things that we we've we've been doing this before the pandemic but uh, we like to go for hikes like five six kilometer walks through the woods if not every day every second day and i mean there was a time during the pandemic i can't remember i think that was april and may where you, none of the parks that we walk in were open either you weren't even allowed to do that but that's changed and i don't think Personally, I don't think we're ever going to get back there um, to that level of uh, of clampdown. But that that's but that's worked for us. And like we'll take the kids after school sometimes, and we'll go, and it just gets everybody some fresh air. You're you're right. in the woods. Um, yeah, it's that has been a really good thing for us. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds, that's the sort of thing I mm -hmm. like to do. Um, so I've actually been meaning to get my kids out right now. I took them out a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago. Of course, it's, it's deer season here, so I had to cover my kids yeah. in orange. Uh, we yes. were just, we we're just hiking along a river where people hunt. So uh, oh, the, yeah. the kids were all, you know, blaze orange. <laughs> we didn't want to yeah, get shot. Good idea. Right? <laughs> good idea. Good idea. Uh, but yeah. But uh, yeah, so there's yeah. that. And of course, uh, um, I had the, uh, you know, lots to do with the garden and shooting videos and, and it yeah. was, you know, I, I mean, I'm really, I mean, I don't mean to trivialize. I mean, I know that this, um, a lot of people were, you know, back and financially devastated mm -hmm. uh, by this. I'm very fortunate right. to have, um, yeah. my wife and I both have, um, you know, r relatively stable permanent government mm -hmm. job sort of thing. So mm -hmm. we're, you know, it didn't, uh, and you know, just by sheer luck, uh, the YouTube, you know, subscriptions almost oh doubled last year, right. um, just because yeah. people were home and they were worried about food security and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to learn. Yeah. Um, and I don't really understand why the, the views went up so much. Um, in general, you know, the one, my favorite channel, um, for gardening that I like to watch is called uh, one yard revolution. Um, what's it, Patrick Dolan, I think is the name of the guy. And it's very sort of calm, peaceful sort of guy and his cat's always walking around. <laughs> um, but he, he gardens very similar approach to me. Um, he's not quite as, he's a little more sedate than me <laughs> in his delivery. <laughs> yeah. you know? um, doesn't tend to crack a lot of jokes. Um, right. I find myself doing more and more of that. Um, but yeah. Um, that's nah, just more fun, but sometimes sure. you, you know the gardening is not necessarily the best material for comedy. But um, right, <laughs> you 
or, 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 you know, like you, you're always at risk of offending someone with just about any joke. Absolutely. Um, anyway, um, you know, I think a year ago or he stopped making videos. I have no idea why. Mm. Um, so I think a lot of people that liked his channel might be either watching mine now. <laughs> Cause okay. uh, I don't know. It's like him. And there's another guy in England. Um, Oh, I can't think of his name now. Um, Mr. Charles Dowding. Okay. Because people will always make a comment in my video. Oh, Charles Dowding does this. Like, and they usually mean like they don't. They don't mean he's doing the same thing as you. They mean right. You're doing it wrong. You should do it his way. <laughs> do it his way. Yeah. Um, so then I always have to resist the urge to, uh, you know, <laughs> sort of speak. Well, here's you know, here's why I don't do it his way, and it's it's like an hour long right. conversation to explain why I would use yeah. a different approach. Right. Um, uh, anyway, so I think maybe just having, you know, One Yard Revolution make less videos. <laughs> Helps you. Because this channel was way, you know, you know, his his stuff was getting way more more views, way more mm -hmm. better production value, better in every sort mm -hmm. of way. Um, mm -hmm. um, but he, he wasn't doing some of the things. He doesn't do cooking videos, for instance, which I do. At least I don't think he does. I've watched about everything he does. Um so not that my cooking videos, generally speaking, they don't get near anywhere near as many views as my garden videos. But right. um, so I don't really know exactly why other than like, just more people were trying to figure out what to do. And because of, yeah. so much of my stuff is directed at the beginner, um, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe that helped. Uh, I have yeah. no idea. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think you and I were both in the sort of unique situation where, where we weren't, um, we weren't hurt financially by the, uh, by the pandemic so i, I really no, feel very like, fortunate that way yeah so you know i don't really know because you know every government's different and some of them were were more uh supportive of people in that situation than others that's right yeah um so it's not um yeah it's hard to know how to discuss the topic but yes yeah for me um i kind of don't like to go anywhere unless i'm you know if i leave my house it's to go to work Mm -hmm. and on the weekends yeah. i'm either in my backyard or, or in the woods or by the mm -hmm. ocean i mean that's basically the three yeah. things I'm, unless i have to be doing something else you right. know like there's something with relatives or something mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you know as soon as um i think it was june here they opened fishing season our fishing season didn't start till yeah what have it may it was delayed it was delayed it was supposed to start delayed april first it was at least a month yeah, it was at least a month. So everybody was yeah. going out of their mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you put yes. that video up on Facebook of that screaming beaver. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. Oh, you it was funny. It was funny. I could. I don't know that. if that. I, you know, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that's when it really kind of hit home when, you know now i i can't go and do you know something that's my outlet right yeah so and everybody was so ready you know like i need to get out i need to do these things but uh it is what it is i mean you know i don't know hopefully we don't get back to to the way that that was um yeah yeah it's all i mean we'll, we'll just see you know where things go, you know, yeah. you know they, they basically seem to, you know, sort of, you know, do the, do the clamp down in increments. Right. Mm. 
Um, so we seem yeah. to be, you know, getting into wave two and they've shut some things down, but the schools are still open. Right. Um, I know. So, I, I mean, know. you know, they have the schools open because, you know, people can't go to work unless their kids are in school. That's, that's exactly why. I mean, they're yeah. saying it's safe, but I mean, school is a place you go to get colds. No. <laughs> Look, <laughs> they're... Our eight-year-old brought a cold home a week and a half after school started. And I'm like, how does that happen? If yes. you're doing half of what they tell you, but these are grade threes and they're not going to do everything they're told. Well, that's, right? that's the thing. I mean, so, I mean, right now, uh, at least initially when things started, you know, ramping back up here, it was, it was, uh, you know, 20 year olds going to a party. I mean, it's not everybody. Right. But that was, you know, the, no, 18 um, to 30. That yeah. was the demographic and it was, you know, bars and restaurants and stuff like that, which you can understand why, why in the hell they ever let that even open up in the first place. But I mean, what do you think is going to happen where everybody's yeah. drunk? And I mean, I remember yeah. being 20, all I wanted to do was get near. Um, yeah. Girls. That's it. That's <laughs> so, it. Exactly. The goal yeah. was infection. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if like, you were lucky. I'm not leaving this bar until I'm infected by someone. Um, so, but if you think about uh, like an elementary school, I, I would say it's a bar for kids. You know, like you think it about it, they're, they're, they're all sort of stuck in a space. They all mm -hmm. have poor judgment. They, yeah. uh, none of them like following <laughs> rules. You know, they're kind of, you know, compared yeah. to an adult they're kind of dumb you know like they don't know a lot <laughs> <laughs> they're like drunks right so true so true and so then true. so you, you, you jam them all in that situation and then you give them all yeah. of these ipac protocols uh, in, infection prevention and control ipac mm -hmm. uh, you give them all, all these ipac controls that are protocols are supposed to follow Mm -hmm. You know, and you put teachers in charge of it. They're not nurses. They're not healthcare professionals. No. And there's like 25, 30 of these things in a room with them. How are they going to? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it is a tough situation, you know? Well, and even where uh, I work, I mean, like I, I go into a mall every day to get into the yeah. skyscraper where I work. I have to go mm -hmm. through a mall and yeah. I have to take the mall. Up. They're both like I take, take a couple different mall elevators and a week has not gone by since this all started that I haven't been in an elevator with a person with no mask. And, mm. uh, or they'll have a, I don't have one here. Here's one. They'll have a mask on, but it's on like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a chin, chin bra. Yes. So, yeah. I, yeah. So I'm in an elevator with, you know, and sure I can get out of the L anyway, it's just, yeah. um, it's just, um, it's, so it, it's frustrating. So you see, yeah. the way I looked at it when I remember talking to my wife when this all started was, you know, it's, it's good that we have all of these measures and everybody should follow them, but people are going to follow these rules the way they follow the speed limit. Exactly. Or, you know, um, like they yeah. wore this, you know, maybe the seatbelt law. Well, most people wear seatbelts, right. um, but they, yeah. everybody speeds. Everyone. They're still... No, Actually, you if you don't speed, wears... you're annoying. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You are in the way. Everybody doesn't wear seatbelts because every time I hear of like a fatal accident, I hear they were ejected. Well, you're not ejected if you have a seatbelt on. That's true. So, you know, it happens a lot more than we think. And it's true. You, Some people, um, you're just not going to change. And, you know, it's just, if you know, I'm not saying I have a better solution, but 
I'm not a, I'm not opposed to you know following the recommendations and in hopes that you know this thing is a little less intense than it than it should, than it could be. It's all about you know minimizing risk. Right. You know, and I think that's um, risk is a statistical concept. It's a probability mm -hmm. of an event, mm -hmm. and uh, most people don't have a background in that. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, on on any given on any given day, any given day, you run the risk before COVID nineteen. Every right. single human being on the planet on any every single day runs a risk of getting a bacterial or viral infection that kills them. Yeah, um, that can happen. Um, but it's, it's extremely low. It's, yeah. it's like you're more likely to get hit by lightning. Right. Um, and if you right. get in your car to drive to work, you, you've, you've got, you're oh. running a risk of getting killed. Huge. Um, and that's probably a greater risk than the risk of getting COVID-19 by being in an elevator with someone. Absolutely. Um, so, or a car crash is probably more likely to kill yeah. you than actually dying from from the COVID-19 virus. Right, right. Um, you know, the, but it, it's also, you know, the virus is 10 times more likely to kill you than the flu. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> we wear seatbelts because of the remote possibility that we're going to be in a car accident. That's right. right. And with the seatbelt on, you're like 100 times less likely to die sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. You're, you're mitigating risk. It's all you're really doing. And so mm -hmm. all these things mitigate the sort of collective risk we're all yeah. we're all under. Yeah. So you know, if yeah. you break the speed limit, if, if I break the speed limit and I cause an accident, I could get myself and someone else killed. Right. Um, the person I kill isn't going to get you know ten thousand other people killed because of no. exponential growth of exposure. Right. 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 Whereas right. you know, with a virus that the human population has no um, right no uh no natural immunity to um you know you can infect you you can literally do you one can person do can have that effect yeah. um yeah. so it's uh it's a different you know i think your the onus is on the individual to be a yeah you know, sort of thinking about people beyond themselves sure you think you're right. you take vitamins and you're you know like i'm a healthy you're guy healthy. and i take vitamins right. and i have no so i should think well what do i care but it's like I could give it to yeah. somebody else. That's that's all right. the you know. Like I could give it to my mother. I could give it yeah, to my yeah. mother, and she could give it to all her friends, and just wipe them all out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I have uh, both my parents are prime for complications. Uh, even my wife somehow has complications just naturally from things that would not normally bother people. You know, common routine surgeries tend to hit her harder and you know things like that so it's just yeah it's a no-brainer for us but um i think the problem right now I, I still have you know i've got some friends on social media who you know they seem very vocal about the fear factor right so it's i think it's more a lot of people are getting frustrated by all the bad and scary news and there isn't enough talk about you know for example how many people have recovered you hear about the new cases you don't hear about the recoveries blah 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 so it, it, there's there's a divide it's it's created a very interesting divide from what i can see you, you know you get the people who want to play it safe and 
and you know, stay up to date on the news and you know a little bit and do their part and then you've got people who are so irate that they feel like the government's controlling them um that it's um it's strange strange to watch yeah 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 so i don't know you know how much more we can talk about that but <laughs> <laughs> probably not <laughs> we start alienating our so, viewers but i don't, I, yeah. i've never felt controlled by it I've never felt, yeah. you know, like I felt everything that the government was suggesting was rational mates. And I'm not just saying that because I work for the government. Yeah. Um, yeah. I disagree with the government often, but you yeah. know, where, where this one was concerned, there wasn't, I don't think there was one restriction. There wasn't one restriction. They either, um, imposed. sometimes they oppose, sometimes they just rec strongly recommended. There wasn't one restriction I th I thought that was the wrong thing to do. Every single restriction made sense to me. Right. Um, and again, I understand we're talking that, from Nova Scotia, Canada. That's all yeah. we can. Yeah. So that's about. our restrictions. Yeah. I and mean, we had more restrictions yeah. than, than most of the other provinces uh, in Canada. Yeah. We also had the lowest numbers, um, mm -hmm. or, you know, among the lowest numbers, right? The, the Atlantic yeah. provinces. Um, yeah. So you know, all of it made sense to me based on my understanding of how viruses work, how you can breathe them right. onto other people. <laughs> Mm. I could yeah. breathe it into you, right? So everything they mm -hmm. said, you don't even have to be highly educated. I mean, just watch a couple of those movies where like there's a virus that's bad. Yeah. That's oh, I haven't great. watched one of those movies since I the did. Sixth. You did. When, oh. when, when the pandemic first started, like right after March break, when it first clamped down, I started. I searched Netflix and I found uh, oh, Outbreak, I think. Don't I watch that. Yeah, I did. I watched it. And it was fascinating, right? It didn't terrify me as much as I would have thought. But anyway, not recommended for everybody. I tried to get my son into uh, snorkeling. And yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time is that original Jaws movie. <laughs> you know, Jaws, you know? Yeah. Um, but I know if he's, he's very like, you know, sort of he's got a vivid imagination. Uh, he probably inherited that from me. Yeah. And uh, I know that if he ever watches that movie, I'll never get him in the water. <laughs> well, maybe a topic for another conver another uh, conversation, but there are a lot of great whites around Nova Scotia, not just because of what O-Search has done, but anyway, I was out and I saw some myself, but anyway. Yeah, you've still, been going out in a blow-up boat chasing a great white sharks recently. Yes, I did yeah. that last September, but I was out in a, in a bigger fiberglass boat this fall oh and we were we were doing what may be part of a, a documentary um and we we over the span of a week we found seven i, I mean but again it's a little like getting hit by lightning right i mean they're there did you find seven they, or the seven find you well the seven found what we were trying to entice them with you were chumming so, yeah <laughs> no we weren't uh, it was uh it was all um it was all legally done by permit and it was it was really just tuna heads and tuna tuna pieces it wasn't chumming like you know the bucket of chum and everything's using out through it was just purely chunks of tuna that was what was permitted but yeah um not far offshore and um uh, they're there and it but at the same time um you know don't dress up like a seal 
Yeah, which is exactly what a scuba diver looks like. Is exactly, or a surfer, you know, black wetsuit. Like, let's let's come up with a different color wetsuit. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they're there, but it's a little like getting hit by lightning. I mean, I think they've always been there. Um, we haven't, I don't think we've had an attack in our coastal waters yet. But, and we play a lot in the water, you know, Nova Scotians, we're in the water a lot. So anyway, yeah. Um, but yes, it's, uh, I don't even remember how we got there. Your son's yeah. getting in a snorkeling. Oh yeah. We're totally off topic there, yeah. but, um, I guess yeah. we should bring <laughs> it back, bring it back to the one gardening thing I teased everybody with. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, a number, you know, so one more thing that, uh, you, you might be, um, you know, for, you know, we're not going to be out of the woods, uh, you know, for, I don't know, maybe, maybe next spring, maybe, I don't know. I don't, I do, I do yeah. not know when. Um, no. you know, a, a vaccine will be available for every single person. Right. Um, uh, certainly if they have a pro program like that, it'll be a lot quicker than just, you know, waiting for herd immunity to kick in Right. right. and a lot less costly in terms of lives. Um, mm -hmm. but, um, anyway, it, it's, it's very likely that some of this stuff is still going to be going on next year. So, you know, mm -hmm. having a garden is mm -hmm. you know, one of the most annoying things I hear. And I hear it all the time when people find out I have a garden, they'll say, Oh, I had a garden, but you know, I put more money into it than I got out. Um, people say that all the time to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've, I've never, you know, ever since I owned a home, I had a garden and I've, I've never had a garden that cost me more than the food I got out of it. Never. Right. Um, so I, I don't know what these people are doing. I mean, I, mm. I, 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 know, I watched some of the people on my street. Um, I'm hoping maybe hopefully none of them listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, they can't, they can't because they don't garden the way I garden. Right. Um, so, I mean, they, they buy soil every year, every year they buy soil. Where the hell is your soil going? Like they, mm. they'll have a, a, you know, raised bed cause someone said a raised bed's mm -hmm. the way to go. And I don't mean like mine where there's just, just a few inches above the ground. I mean, like, right. it's like, you know, like I don't know, two, 18 inches, you know, um, yeah. and they fill the whole thing with soil. And then the next year they put more soil in and the next year they put more soil and they buy this crap soil from the store. And, yeah. um, and then they don't have a fence around their gardens where everything disappears. They don't know why, cause there's just like a wilderness <laughs> here. It's all deer and rabbits and stuff. Um, so, you know, I, I could see thinking that's a waste of time cause you're, you're buying yeah. soil, which is a, really not, Soil isn't expensive. It's the dump truck that mm -hmm. it has to deliver it to you. You're paying for right, the right. really. You're paying for the depreciation on that truck and the fuel mm -hmm. that the un, incredible amount of fuel it requires to yep. get the soil to you, and the incredible amount of fuel that was required to get the soil to the place where the dump truck got the soil. You're paying for <laughs> fuel and trucks. You know, you're probably getting right. about five dollars worth of soil, but you pay like you pay like five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I mean, there's a lot of thinking about the inputs and that sort of thing, and that's why these no-tell approach is just so because you're you're using like yard yeah. waste and things like that to right. inputs. Um, yeah. But you know that we did a video. Um, now, not a video. We did a podcast in our first season. I think it was episode 26. So it might have been okay. the second season. Um, yeah. It was called the Epo economic impact of gardening, as I recall. Yes. Um, yep. and that, that, you know, so that wasn't a video one. So I might be on YouTube. I don't know if it's available on YouTube, but it's certainly available for download for free. Everything on their podcast mm -hmm. is free. Um, mm -hmm. where I just talked about that, uh, that issue in general. 
And, you know, the, the simplest way I could put it, and I think I, I might have even said it in that, that one, is imagine, imagine a gym membership that you can get mm-hmm. where it's, it's the gym memberships free. Um, you go to the gym, you get exercise, mm-hmm. you get, you know, a, a level of stress reduction that probably is only, um, could only be achieved otherwise through meditation. Right. Um, right. You, you get some tranquility, some solitude, you get a, a, a huge dose of uh, what I would call vitamin N nature. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Some people, I, I'm one of these people that needs a, you know, ideally, a, an ideal day for me, I get a dose of diet, vitamin N every day. Uh, yeah. And when you leave the gym, you, you go home with a bag of food, right? That is, you know, that's gardening, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so uh, I think there, in that podcast, uh, I had a graph that I showed. I mean, maybe I'll put it up on the screen when I'm editing this video. Yeah, I'm looking um, now. If you go to the, you can download that. I think it's an Excel file. So if you if you go to the podcast, that episode, find that episode, episode twenty six in yeah. the show notes. There's a link to a graph. I have um, it open right now. Yeah. So that graph. Can you share your screen? Actually, you know what? Um, <laughs> little little snafu, Greg. Um, Doesn't work. It linked to a site you used to have. I don't know if you have it anymore. Oh no, we'll have to fix that. Yeah. Anyway, we'll figure it out. About to fix it uh, by it Saturday. Episode twenty six. <laughs> yeah. Episode twenty six. MaritimeGardening.com slash zero two six will take you to the show notes. I wonder whether. I hope they still have that graph. I don't want to make it again. Um, anyway, the short version of that graph, and I'm going to round the numbers up. But you know, and this was running on the assumption that you're pulling food out of your garden from June to November. I actually, you know eat out of my garden almost all year round because I store so much. But let's just say in general, because I use that as a general rule, you're pulling food out of your garden from June to November. And what I did was I just, you know, to to put it really simply, I said, you know, let's say your garden reduces your grocery bill by a certain amount, right? So let's say, you know, it really depends on how much produce you have in your diet. But if if your garden, Mm -hmm. you know, is reducing your grocery bill by $20 a week, then from that period, June to end of November, it's going to save you 500 bucks. So as long as you put less than $500 into your garden, it's going to save you. And it, you know, um, if it's only saving you $20 a week, you probably just have like, for me, that would be like a two, maybe a three bed garden, three, four bed garden, kale, potatoes, and beans or something like that. Right. Um, you know, I can easily, uh, you know, blow $20 a week on that stuff. Um, So, or maybe some lettuce and some spinach and some, a relatively small garden. Um, so that there's no way a garden like that would cost $500 a year to, to maintain, you know, no. it's like $20 worth of seeds at most. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah. you know, maybe a little bit of slug bait or something like that. I mean, a garden like mm-hmm. that probably cost 20 or $30 a year in terms of inputs. If you're not buying soil and you're not building like giant, cedar boxes of things you know like if you're keeping it cheaper like the way i do uh if your garden's saving you forty dollars a week then you're going to save a thousand dollars a year right in terms of like just from june to november right and if it's saving you sixty dollars a week you're going to save fifteen hundred dollars a year right Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth it really depends on i mean if you're a vegan then conceivably it would save you an incredible amount of money yeah um, because you're not you know 
forking out money for a filet mignon, mm -hmm. <laughs> fancy right. things like that, mm -hmm. right? And if you take it a whole nother level, if you get some chickens and all that sort of stuff, I mean, you yeah. there's no where you know there's sort of you know no no limit to where you can take it. Right. Um, right. I don't have any livestock or anything like that, but so I mean, and another thing I think I talked about on the show was how, you know, we often think about investing. You know, you put money in a in a mutual fund or something like that, and then a good return might be three, four, five, six percent. Six percent would be incredible, mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. Well. You know, the analogy I gave is, you know, if you grow, um, if you spend two ninety nine on a pack of kale seeds, right? Uh, yeah. I would say a pack of kale seeds easily gives me about, I think the number I had was $200. I probably, from a pack of kale seeds, I grow, an, I grow and eat an amount of kale that would cost me at least $200 to buy. Mm. Um, so that's a pretty good investment. $2.99, you're not getting money, but you're getting value, right? For $2.99 right. and you get a $200 value out, right? right? And most seeds work that way, you know, and the risk yeah. is low. Like if the, if it fails, you're out two bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Three bucks. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's like, it's better than a lottery ticket. I mean, I see, I see these, yeah. you know, fools, um, and, and I hope I'm not insulting anybody lining uh -oh. up, lining up and blowing their time waiting to buy lottery tickets. You know, even I, aside from I the fact. I feel the same way, but yeah, hopefully we're not offending. Aside from the fact that it's a waste of money, you're also waiting in line to waste your money. Right? Yeah. There's, a, there's an old yeah. quote that we use in the stats prof say that the uh, uh, lottery is, uh, what is it? Oh, there's something about, oh, a lottery is a tax for people that are terrible at math. Um, or a lottery, <laughs> or a lottery is a yeah. tax for people that don't understand probability. Is what, what I used to right. say to my students, right? Yeah. And, you know, I would do all these different examples of uh, you know the, the probability of winning the lottery and the, the yeah. probability. There's, there's things you would never gamble on that are way more likely than winning, than uh, winning you know, lottery. winning winning a million dollars because uh, you spent two dollars on a ticket. Um, yeah. And uh, you're certainly going to win. I mean, the, the risk of, I mean, some, there's some things you can plant where things just, you know, the, the, the climate goes to hell and you, you don't get your, you know, you have a bad year, a bad week, or, you know, it was hailstorm mm -hmm. or whatever. But man, you know, if it, if it, let's say it costs $50 to put in a garden and spending $50 a garden, boy, you should at least get $20 a week in savings. So you spend $50, you're, you're risking $50 to get, if it's twenty dollars a week you're saving on groceries to save five hundred dollars, right? You know that's and it's almost like it's 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 not guaranteed, but man, yeah, pretty you know, close. It's it's worth it's worth putting the money in. And if you're, yeah, you know, I would just say avoid these. Um, you know, when you, you get you can get lost in YouTube watching these people do mm. these outrageous projects in their backyard. Mm. They've got tractors mm. and backhoes and. You know, just, just yeah. keep it simple. You shovel, a rake, you know, a hand tool, you know, everything you do, just everything I do out there, I did by hand, right? So that's your, that's kind of been your motto from day one. Yeah. It should always give you back more than you put in. And the only mm -hmm. thing you're burning off is like your, you know, a layer of fat usually. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're getting a little bit of exercise and yeah, it's totally, yeah. totally worth it. Totally worth Every it. Every time I talk to you, it makes me want to have a garden. And I have a very small property. 
the property itself is very small. Although there is a little section where we're, we got to figure out what to do with it. It's probably 15, 20 by nine feet. Um, so it's got me thinking at least to maybe try something with some part of that and try some of the stuff that you do. Yeah. And I think it, yeah, it's not that I don't believe that it's a good idea to have a garden. I've all, I always have ever since, you know, first meeting you. It's more, I think, and, and maybe that's the case of most, but maybe it's just, I, I feel the time it will take to be out there, but it's not, right? It's a misconception. No. Yeah, no, you could, you could plant, you know, you could put a potato garden in in a couple hours yeah. and then do literally do nothing for about three months, nothing at all. Yeah. Um, like nothing, <laughs> just <Yeah>. nothing. <laughs> like how much? <laughs> and you know, like yeah, but an hour or two you could plant. Oh, I've got yeah. a video where I plant a, a four by eight potato garden in six minutes. Um, yeah. And then that that particular garden, it's it's like this kind of silly music going in the background, and it's sped up a right. little bit. But it's it's um, you know, I think I can't remember what the video was called, but it's yeah. you know. So in six minutes, I put in a, a four by eight potato garden, and I literally did nothing on that piece mm -hmm. of I did nothing there I basically did it was mm -hmm. six minutes and then I did nothing until you know August when I picked the potatoes yeah nice that, that probably took it took an hour to pick the potatoes it took six months to plant six yeah. six minutes to plant the potatoes <laughs> so it would be the starting point I would say to anyone is you know next uh, you know uh, May or June, mm -hmm. uh, plant potatoes. <laughs> plant some potatoes <laughs> and see how that goes. You, you, I assume you like potatoes. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Love so, them. and you know, it's just to. It's like, yeah. There's almost no work involved there, and by, um, you know, the way all I did was you put potatoes right on your grass and just put hay about mm -hmm. a foot high on top of the potatoes, and then don't do anything. <laughs> and then you come back and you'll have uh, potatoes, and all that grass will be dead that was underneath the hay. Yeah. Um, so then the following year in one of those beds, you can put tomatoes in one of those beds, you can put yeah. beans or, you know, cause it's basically yeah. been tilled. It, you know, that, that right. soil went from being a lawn to a black yeah. earth, uh, right. beautiful, rich garden. All you have to do is get some hay. Right. Yeah. Or, or even leaves will work. So huh. it's an idea anyway. Fascinating. <laughs> Always motivated for a few minutes after I talk to you. Exactly. <laughs> One of these years, we, you know, if you ever do it, I, I will come down and we'll make yeah. a video of Dave's first garden. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. If you ever do it, that would be a good idea. video. Yeah. And then we can do that a follow. Here's a guy who doesn't know nothing about this stuff. Zero. I'm listening to me talk. Uh, um, that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, I no. will, uh, yeah, I'll take a few pictures and see if you think anything can be done. Potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So I I've guess we killed, should. I've, yeah. Yeah. We've killed that. <laughs> so I guess we should wrap this up. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, everybody listening, if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy and this, is, this is a kind of unique one and unbelievably long, as I can see here. I think we've gone in like an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, you know, if you enjoy the podcast and you enjoy the YouTube channels and uh, you know you want to help, uh, just support this and make it all possible um you know don't send money to me if you need something that vessi seed sells go to their website and buy from them 
that'll help support this channel. That'll help support everything. And some of that money will go to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> as little as I can give him, but some of it will go to Dave to, uh, cause you know, all the, the website and all that sort of, I have no idea what he does there. I, I tried to learn it and uh, I gave up trying to learn it. Uh, I'd rather just mm. give Dave money and have him know how to do it. Um, you do what you just, do. I'll do what I do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You do you. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you want to help support the podcast and the YouTube channel and, and you know, uh, everything that uh, makes all that possible, you know, um, it allows me to buy, you know, better camera gear. You know, it allows mm -hmm. me to, if I have any kind of technical problem, it allows me to solve the problem without having to, you know, uh, you know, be miserly about the, the problem. Right. Uh, so I, it's just, and it's very frustrating making videos when, you know, you're editing it and there's some real big problem let's right. say you spend two hours out in the garden making a video and you come in and you know it was it's all junk mm. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh yeah all that stuff helps to support the channel so yeah bessie seeds uh sell something that you need buy from them um actually this uh, safer's products that you know i don't have a deal with them yet but i think it's coming uh, you can buy their stuff at Vessi. you can buy the, the very products i use uh, last time i checked you could buy them at Vessi seeds Slug and Snail Killer and Endol, which is like this spray poison, <laughs> and uh, yep. BTK, which is like a, mm. a bacteria that you, you spray on, um, uh, you know, uh, plants that have uh, particular kinds of caterpillar problems. So mm -hmm. anyway, folks, I hope you found that interesting. If you did, please like, share, subscribe. Dave, uh, Thanks for coming on the show again. Thanks for doing all of this and sort of getting this all started and being part of it and, and continuing to be a part of it. And thanks for, you know, people don't realize it, but when I have a problem, I call Dave. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy, like if I, I don't think he could solve it. Problems, yeah, if I don't think he, problems. Yeah, I don't know if he could solve a dead body problem, but. Um, no, probably not. <laughs> we'll talk later <laughs> i know i know a guy i know a guy, I know a guy. Uh, but no if i've got a problem with anything to do with because he's got more experience in this stuff in my youtube or any of this sort of stuff i i do not have the patience for it and luckily it's kind of what he does so uh, it's so much easier just to have him you know i don't even know what he does half the time but he solves it um so that's <laughs> great <laughs> happy to be here it, I, I i will say it's been fascinating to see how this has evolved and you've, where you've taken it, it it's it's uh you know it's it's interesting because it's it's where i wanted to get my outdoor show but just have not been able to do that so all you gotta do nice Dave, is make a podcast every month and, know. and uh and take that and camera videos. take your camera with you when you go fishing and go fishing twice yeah. a week yeah <laughs> just go it fishing sounds, twice a week <laughs> sounds easy sounds well, it's kind of hard to go kind of hard to go fishing twice a week but <laughs> no i can do that yeah <laughs> yeah good to know but yeah no it's been good it's been fun <laughs> and uh i hope it uh, continues on and i will do my best to play the backup <laughs> exactly well and uh you know um yeah maybe uh maybe this is the year you get that uh Start making those fishing videos. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Well, you especially with know. some of these persons, some of these people you, that you get on your podcast, um, you know, yeah. they're all personalities. So I mean, absolutely. Even if you, even if you just film those podcasts, that's true. Um, you know, because then, yeah. you know, because sometimes people. That's why when I started 
uh, it's just about to wrap up. We're getting to the topic here. But when I started putting <laughs> putting these in video form on YouTube, I noticed them getting a lot more more views. A lot more people just tracking. want to see you yeah. know the engagement. But anyway, we've got to end this somewhere, so I'm just going to abruptly end it here. Yep. <laughs> Thanks everybody Very for listening. Good. And until next time, get out there, get at it, have fun in your garden. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Dave. Hey, thanks. I'm just going to kill the recording here. Holy smokes, man. We talked forever. <laughs> <laughs>